This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. The Venus Tempest Days of Summer sale event is going on right now. Whether you're headed out of the house or enjoying a summer staycation, Venus wants to celebrate our favorite time of the year with you. We've marked down hundreds of our most popular fun, sexy swimwear and fashion styles, which means you get to celebrate summer with up to 70% off. That's right. Venus's must-have swimwear and fashion up to 70% off. Just go to venus.com or download the Venus app to celebrate the 10 best days of summer with Venus. Today on episode number 353 of the Logical Weight Loss podcast, I'm back from San Diego And we're going to talk about drawing a line in the sand. We're going to talk about finding my new why. And I actually did some research to find out, is it healthy to eat vegetables out of a plastic bag? Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past, and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. All right, welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting. Dot com. If you're new to the show, look, I'm not a doctor. I am not a trainer. I'm just a person like you trying to lose some weight. Our website is LogicalLoss.com. Everything I talk about today, you can find at LogicalLoss.com slash 353. Somebody asked me, they said, Dave, why do you do a podcast about weight loss? And at times you're not losing any weight. And really what this show is, it's me talking to me and I let you listen in. And uh, I want to thank everybody who reached out to me and said, hey, are, are you okay? Like, you haven't done a podcast in a while. And I went to Orlando, Florida about a month ago, got back, had about a week to get caught up, and then took off again for San Diego, uh, talking at different podcasts and social media events. And the the good news is those are kind of behind me now. I'm not going to be going anywhere, I don't think, till April. And it's a little insane when you do stuff like that. That's My voice is actually a little different probably than normal. Uh, just because I've been talking nonstop. And one of the things you have to remember is to keep a little margin in your life. That is something I am horrible at. And I was booked solid. And when stuff like this comes in, it just makes your life. On one hand, you're like, look at me, I'm so busy. I'm, yeah. But on the other hand, you're like, yeah. And, and things like exercise kind of got pushed to the back. Now, the good news is in San Diego, I was about, Ah, four or five blocks from the actual event of which I would do two trips back and forth. So I was averaging like 15,000 steps in some cases, close to 20. And I would basically drink a protein drink in the morning. And at times 
that was it until late at night. Not the best uh, way to handle your your hunger and such. But here's the interesting thing about this. I, I wasn't hungry. I know it's weird. Like, how did I go from literally nine o'clock in the morning till at times, I don't know, one uh, thirty in the morning without eating? And the reason was I was not bored. I was drinking a lot of water. I will do that. I drank a lot of water, but there are times when we think, oh, I can't go. And it's weird because now that I'm back home, I'm kind of trained that at 1030, I take a break when I'm at work, which I work from home. And that means I get up, walk around and eat a snack. And you know what? I've, I figured I don't need a snack. I talked about this a couple episodes ago. A friend of mine is going through a tough time. And he asked me, uh, I'm a big fan of the Invisible Sky Buddy, sometimes called God. And he said, uh, would you would you fast for me? And because my background's in training and I like to help people, I'm like, dude, I would do anything for you. And so on Friday, uh, I didn't eat. And it's weird when we put other people first. So again, the what that proves is I can go without eating. Now, I'm not recommending that we just quit eating. My point is there are times when we think, oh, I'm starving, and we're not. And so today, as I record this on Sunday, I woke up. I actually drank a glass of water, got on the treadmill, and then once that was done, I did my 4,000 steps. Remember, that's one of my goals, 4,000 steps. And and this is a different 4,000 kind of steps. I'll talk about that in a second. But I did 4,000 steps before breakfast. Walked in and did a uh, protein shake, and then I went out to do some shopping. And about four hours later, three hours later, I was legitimately hungry. I had a little bit of the shakes going on, and I was like, "Okay, this is this is really hungry," as opposed to I'm bored. And so I uh, I went out shopping because I have heard in the past uh, Jillian Michaels has talked about how. She absolutely refused to promote those steam fresh products, you know, where you basically you steam veggies in a bag. And I eat these all the time, by the way. Well, I did. And we'll talk about that in a second. But she refused. And of course, Bob stepped in. This is back on the biggest loser kind of things. And uh, I was kind of like, well, what's the big deal about this? Because I'm, I'm again, this might be a super easy solution. And it comes down to this thing called BPA, which stands for. I guess it's by, you know how much I love to pronounce hard words, uh, by, mm, by, yeah, something like that. By bisphenol, maybe bisphenol A, as opposed to bisphenol B. BPA, it's a chemical that's bad for you. All right. Can we just do that? It's an industrial chemical that's being used to make certain plastics and resin since the 1960s. Uh, now, uh, it says that you can read that according to an article in the Mayo Clinic. So I did a lot of research on this this morning and they said that the Food and Drug Administration, better known as the FDA, has said the BPA is safe at the very at the very low levels that occur in some foods. This assessment is based on a review of hundreds of studies. And for me, I don't believe a thing the FDA says. I've watched so many documentaries that just point out how the FDA is like literally just straight up. Uh, corrupt and they hire it just it's just so I don't believe anything out of the FDA which is sad because I'm proud to be an American but when it comes to my government agencies yeah and I don't want to go down that role of politics but n- n- no 
And so I was really looking for something that wasn't from the FDA. I went out to Livestrong.com. Again, this is Lance Armstrong. It's kind of a major deal. I was like, mm, do I believe these guys? But they say uh, these bags are sold with vegetables inside. And as a standalone product in general, microwaving food in plastic containers may, there's that word again, may carry some health risks due to, of course, our good friends, BPA. Uh, and basically this plastic then gets into our food. Uh, it says, however, the bag specifically manufactured for use in microwave steaming do not, contain B- do not contain BPA. Further, many other types of plastic containers on the market today are safe for Microsoft. Uh, micro, yeah, they're safe for Microsoft and they're also safe for microwaves. So there you go, Bill Gates, you're safe. Uh, still, it says you should use steam bags as described by the manufacturer and not reuse them. Who's reusing them? But for me, I have a problem with the word may as it may contain some health risk. To me, health risk is like a yes or no question. If someone says, well, it may cause death or it may cause pregnancy, uh, I'm not going to go down that path. You know, it may cause, no, no. Does it or does it not? Do you not know? Come on, I thought you guys did studies. Well, it might. Well, then you didn't study it enough. So that's like a, "Eh, sorry. And so I'm reading all these articles and most of them, cited an article from Good Housekeeping that states that their studies show very little trace of this plastic and said many had heard of good old BPA before, or many hadn't heard of BPA. It grabbed the headlines earlier uh, this year, but the chemical has been in our lives for decades. Like that's supposed to make it okay. So the fact that we've had potentially a bad chemical in our lives for years makes it okay to keep. Oh, don't worry about that. Yeah, it'll make you grow a third nipple, but who cares? We've been eating it for years. No, I don't think so. And so what is the big deal with BPA? And uh, they're known for endocrine disruptors, which sounds like a really odd name for a band. Ladies and gentlemen, the endocrine disruptors. Take it away, boys. Uh, But basically these chemicals that can interfere with our hormone system. Yeah. Please don't jack with my hormones. Those are kind of important. Mimicking or shutting down or modifying the chemical signals that regulate everything from, you guessed it, metabolism and reproduction to our body's response to stress. And I've got links to these again out at logicallawscom slash 353. The National Institute of Environmental Health Sciences, part of the National Institute of Health, advises against microwaving polycarbonate plastics or putting them in a dishwasher because the plastic may break down over time and allow BPA to leak into our foods. I'm like, well, like, okay, what happens? Well, according to one source, it can lower your sperm count. So if you're trying to get pregnant, that's a problem. Or other reproductive abnormalities. I love that. Or other things to do with making babies. Like they didn't really say, but I'm just thinking anything that deals with my nether regions, again, Even if it's a may, I'm not going there. Early puberty. This is a side effect of BPA. And I've said this before. When I was in junior high, and for the record, we all hated junior high. But the one thing that made junior high uh, tolerable was Ann Kutcher because she was the only girl in seventh grade that had boobs. I feel so sorry for this girl because I don't know that anybody ever looked at her face. It's sad, It's but it's true. I mean, come on, I'm a seventh, I'm a seventh grade little boy. Oh my gosh, look at that sweater. It was amazing. But 
I'm starting now again without sounding like a dirty old Harvey Weinstein. When when I'm hanging around junior highs, no, I've been in different areas around when my stepchildren were in high school. Uh, there were times that I'm like, uh, girls didn't look like this when I was your age. And again, not being a dirty old man, but sometimes they're just things that you cannot. I was just in California. Holy cow. I, there are things that have been pumped and blown up in, in certain fashion that are obviously fake that you're like, that you just cannot not notice. It was amazing. Like, to, cause to me, I'm like, when somebody has like, like when your boobs are like brushing up against the bottom of your chin, that's not natural. It just, it was amazing. There are parts of, of California that were amazing anyway. So early puberty, uh, cancer, something else generally I would rather avoid uh, obesity and diabetes as well as neurobehavioral abnormalities. Two words that don't go well together. Neobehavioral abnormal, neither one of which I want to mess with again. So I was like, okay, maybe I should back off the steam fresh. Sorry, bird's eye. There goes my bird's eye sponsorship. Cause I buy those things at Walmart for a buck a bag. And I'm like, throw it in the microwave and we're good to go. So I was like, well, how do I not do things in plastic? Because I want to avoid the may cause, you know, whatever. I really don't want to go through early puberty again (laughs) or cancer or neurobehavioral abnormalities. None of those sound really fun to me. And uh, so I purchased this steamer basket. Now, they make all sorts of steamer gadgets. And you know me, I love my gadgets. But I really didn't want to have another device when all I need is they make these little baskets. They're like collapsible and you throw them in a pan, you boil some water and you're good to go. And I was like, I don't really need a special steamer slash thing. This is a piece of cake. So I bought this one with like 10 bucks and uh, I bought a head of cauliflower. Cauliflower is one of my favorite uh, veggies, I think. And all you do is you put an inch of water into a pan and this little collapsible basket can expand up to about nine inches. I think it's about five inches in circumferences. And uh, I threw some water in a pan and turned the heat on high. And while I washed the cauliflower and broke it up into little bits, uh, by the time I was done with that, the water was boiling. Put the basket in the boiling water. And what this has is like a little like a little stand so it's not sitting in the water. It's above it. Throw the cauliflower in, put the, the lid on. Set the timer for five minutes because that's how much I steam it when it's in a bag and it came out perfect. Now, the only struggle was getting this basket and the cauliflower into another bowl. Now, most of them have like a little handle in the middle. So you just grab this little handle. Your basket comes out of the the boiling pot. And I have a a phobia in a way. When I was uh, five years old, I was standing next to my sister. And I think I've told you this story before. If not, uh, if I have, bear with me, I'll make it quick. But I was standing next to the stove. My sister was making bacon on the stove within a cast iron skillet. And to make a long story short, she just barely tapped this skillet. And you know how those things are. They're really heavy. And for whatever reason, the handle somehow outweighed the skillet. The way it was sitting on the burner, the pan flew off the stove and all the hot grease landed on my leg. And I've never seen my dad scared ever in my life. But as I ran into the living room, he had somehow, like a superhero, had jumped out of bed and into a robe and was like sprinting down the hall, picked me up, no kidding here, by my neck and threw me in the tub and and put me under some cold water. So anytime I'm around hot stuff on a stove, even though literally that was almost 50 years ago, 
I get a little nervous. And so that's why I love these things. If you've never seen hot hands, the coolest thing ever. I feel so much more in control and I just, I'm not as worried around hot stuff, even if it's just boiling water versus hot grease. Like there's a big difference there, but hot hands are cool. There are these big red silicone uh, gloves that are heat resistant and pretty much it, you're not going to get burned with these things on. I don't know if it's forever, but I've never been burned with them on and you were in a little more control. I, I just, it gives me more control. So I picked the basket up via the the little center thing in the middle and then just grabbed both sides of the bowl, carried it over and dumped it into my pot. So I'm a big fan of uh, hot hands. If you've never seen those, check them out. They're cool. And uh, basically the head of the cauliflower will be about the same as two bags of cauliflower. Uh, if I had the old plastic bag. So I'm saving about two bucks here. If I remember, right, I think a bag of cauliflower is two fifty, and I paid three bucks for the cauliflower and I'm going to get two servings out of that. And uh, the other thing is the, uh, the cauliflower in this case doesn't have any added spices or salt, which of course they're adding all sorts of stuff to that. And uh, so um, now the downside is I did end up with a pot that needs cleaning. If you want to count boiling water is dirtying a dish and uh, the little bowl thing is super easy to clean. It's stainless steel. So if you've ever thought about using one of those, um, it's pretty, pretty easy. And um, in the long run, I don't have to worry about growing a third nipple and uh, and, and being cancer free. And I'm going to be saving some money. So and I don't really think it cost me a whole lot more time. Yeah, it took me a little time to to boil the water and to, you know, break up the cauliflower. But it was such a small amount of time. It's really, in my opinion, a negligible point. Hey, I want to thank everybody who's been going out to LogicalLosers.com. This is our little private Facebook group that we have. It's just a way to keep the lights on here at the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. Or if you just go out to LogicalLoss.com slash support, click on the Amazon banner. It doesn't cost you an extra dime. And I get a very small finder's fee for that. So I just want to take a quick second to thank everybody who's been supporting the show. had a very strange scenario happen when I was in San Diego. I met a, uh, uh, a woman who I've met multiple times. And if you're new to the show, I primarily am a podcast consultant. Hence the phrase, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a trainer at the beginning of the show. And, uh, I have been going all, I was in Orlando, I was in San Diego and I had one of these things where I said, you know what? I'm going to do that when I get back from San Diego. Everything was okay. You know what? That's a post San Diego thing. Maybe we should do this or maybe we should, you know, that's a post San Diego thing. And so things like exercise, especially last week was really pushed down the priority list. And I wasn't, uh, wasn't eating horrible, but wasn't, uh, yeah, you know, it's like, mm, okay, I'm going to really take this seriously after San Diego. Well, guess what? I'm back from San Diego. Am I a liar? Have you ever done this? Hey, I'm going to do that starting blah, blah, blah. Well, are you a liar? No, I'm not a liar, right? I'm a good person. You're a good person. Well, then I guess I better get myself on a treadmill and I guess I better eat right. I mean, you, you heard how I'm now steaming my own veggies. And that was something I did today to say, you know what? I am taking steps. Now, steaming my own vegetables is not going to make me lose 10 pounds in 10 days, but it's a step in the right direction. 
Eating vegetables and fruit in general will get me better than eating caca and poo-poo. You know, no more chips, no more this and that. So as I'm recording this right now, downstairs, I'm cooking a bunch of chicken. I've got a some stuff in a crock pot, and I'm planning my meals for the week. And what was interesting is I, I met someone in San Diego, and we had met a few times at different events. And she really is a target customer for me. She really should start a podcast. And uh, when I met her again at this event, I was informed that indeed she had started a podcast by buying a competitor's product that cost multiple, multiple times more than mine. And I was like, well, that's odd because you could have started a podcast and save yourself a whole lot of money by going to the school of podcasting. So why did she go with the competitor? And I asked her that. I'm like, so what made you, you know, what, what got you off? Uh, what, what got you unstuck? And she said, well, this competitor had challenged her to start a podcast. And so with that in mind, I would like to challenge you to take your health more seriously. I challenge you to plan your next meal. I challenge you to block off times where you can exercise. If it takes a, I'll show you, well then by all means, show me. If you need somebody to challenge you because I don't think you can do it, well, do me a favor, prove me wrong. I thought that was interesting. And sometimes that works. Sometimes you need a, well, I'll show you, or don't you dare think that I'm going to, I'm going to, ever been there? Well, fine, do that. Challenge yourself. Because you're not a bad person. You're not a liar. You might draw a line in the sand. I'm going to start next Monday. Of course, our favorite line in the sand is tomorrow. I'm going to start tomorrow. Well, tomorrow never comes. So for me, it was like, I'm starting when I get back from San Diego. Well, as I'm sitting in a chair in Akron, Ohio, I'm back from San Diego. So there wasn't something that could move like tomorrow. So keep that in mind. Draw yourself a line in the sand and then stay true to your word. And one of the things that can help you is by understanding your why. We've talked about this in the past. You really need to know your why. Well, I have a new why. Sounds weird. I have a new why, but it's true. Now, if you're new to the show, I've been divorced for two years. Unfortunately, I've been married twice. And the last one was just a train wreck from the first minute we went out of the gate. And um, right now, at least, I'm really not interested in starting a relationship. We could turn this into a psychology podcast, but I really, I have so many different um, projects going that I, I, I think mentally, purposely don't have time for a relationship. And basically, to a certain extent, I thought if you could put up air quotes here, that part, that part of my heart, I thought was like, you know what? That's not going to get used for a very long time and may be dead, mainly uh, because my ex-wife really took a toll on my self-esteem and left me with what my friend Randy Cantrell from Leaning Toward Wisdom. If you never listened to that show, I love that show, Leaning, Leaning Towards Wisdom. He calls it head trash. We all have head trash because Randy's from Dallas or he's from uh, Fort Worth. Well, over these last few events, here I am thinking, not so much that I'll never love again, but I was just like, hey, you know what? And uh, I, I, it turns out, lo and behold, that I still find women attractive. And, and lo and behold, and this was this, boy, talk about getting out of your comfort zone. 
in a world of Harvey Weinstein, I actually found the strength to talk to a few. I'm not sure how to to flirt with people these days because I feel like, hey, can I say something slightly subjective here? I just need you to initial here and sign here that this is a joke and I'm really not sexual. It's just it's that's a whole other podcast. But it turns out that I'm actually still attracted to people and I actually found the strength to talk to a few. So you can push yourself through things that you're not really uh, comfortable with. My game is very, very, very rusty. And for me, it took a lot of courage stepping out of that comfort zone. But in the end, I ended up with, and this is so cute. Are you ready for this? At the age of 53, I ended up with a schoolboy crush. This one woman just loves like, oh man, if somebody asked me, what is my type? I'd be like that one right there. Now, before we go crazy here, as the, these events that I go to, they're a lot like summer camp. They are. And I'm logical enough, hence the name of the show, to know the difference between a crush and legitimate feelings. And I'm also smart enough to go, let's see, you live in like 8 million miles away from me. And we really have some things in common, but we have a lot of things that we don't, you know, so I was smart enough to go and I just kind of stepped back from myself and went, oh, isn't that cute? You have a crush. And so with this new kind of like, hey, look at it. My heart still works. My heart's not completely dead. (laughs) I did think ahead to the future. The fact that, hey, I might actually find somebody else attractive in the future that actually, I don't know, lives within a 500 mile radius. Um, and if I'm ever, oh, guard your children. If I'm ever going to be naked in front of another human being again, uh, I need to take some steps because right now, if I had to like just de, uh, de, de-robe, I'd be like, I'm so sorry. I'm just, I'm so sorry. And I really don't want to have to like, I don't know. Uh, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Uh, so, and I just thought if I'm going to attract a woman, with something besides my wit and charm, uh, I'm going to need to take some steps. And I know there's part of you like, Dave, you're so shallow. No, I call that again, realistic. There is a physical attraction that does need to take place. And that means I'm going to need to change my lifestyle. So we all have different whys. Maybe you want to be there to see your grandchildren get married. Or maybe you just want to be there for your kids. Or maybe you're just sick and tired of being, I don't know, sick and tired. But for me, this is a new motivation. And uh, it's kind of working. Because there are times when I'm like, Ugh, I don't want to get on a treadmill. Or uh, I really would like some ice cream right now. Or Ugh, whatever. And I'm like, no, not if you're going to. If you're going to score one of those, buddy, uh, you better stay straight and narrow. So whatever your why is, you need a why. You need a why for motivation. If if you don't know what the why is, then turn off this podcast, turn off YouTube, turn off Facebook, turn off email, and think about it because you need a why. If you can't explain what your why is, you're never going to make it through the how. That's just true. So for me right now, it's working. And as the old saying goes, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So I'm fine with that. I realize that down the road, I'm like, eh, not really my why anymore, but for right now it is. So figure out what your why is. And on those days that, again, you don't want to exercise or you're craving really bad food, 
Just think back to your why and it'll keep you straight. And I did want to update you on, as we start to wrap up here, I've been using that, I believe it's called Think Up app with affirmations. And I've said in the past that I've been doing this very spotly. And I've been doing it more and more and more. And I think it's making a change. One of my affirmations is I make wise food decisions. And I eat the right portions of food, things like that. And somehow, again, I think when that gets ingrained in your brain, you don't want to be a liar. And so you watch your portions and you things like that. So I, I was thinking that affirmations are a bit woo-woo. That's the technical term for that. I think it's a bit woo-woo. But I've heard over and over and over, if you just keep trying and push through, Try it for a month. It, you'll see it might make a difference. So I've been doing that, even though I haven't been doing it very religiously, but I've been doing it, and I, I think it's making a difference. I have told you in the past, I'm not a fan of weightlifting, but the more I do it, the more the days when I wake up and my boobies feel a little sore, I, I call it the ballpark Frank kind of feeling. They're just a little plump, uh, or my arms or my legs or whatever. I'm like, all right, this is working. It's starting to work. and. I'm slowly starting to almost, do I dare say, enjoy weightlifting because I can feel the difference. And I also know that's something for me in my 50s that I need to do because just sitting here and doing nothing, I'm losing my muscles. And so I got to do something to uh, clean it up. So I want to thank you again so much for listening. Today we talked about maybe getting away from plastic when we're throwing things in the microwaves. We talked about you need to challenge yourself or maybe if it's just me challenging you, but you need to accept the challenge to make a lifestyle change. So if it's a, I'll show you, Dave, then by all means, you show me because I know for me that works. When somebody tells me you can't do something, oh, I'll show you. So if you need somebody to challenge you, consider yourself challenged. And the fact that you need to know your why. And that why may change from time to time. And who cares if it works? Keep doing it. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for being patient while I've been out the last couple of weeks. I will be more consistent. And I've got some really fun surprises coming in the future. I mean, like really cool. Like I met some people in San Diego that I might have on this show that you're going to go, holy cow, look who Dave is talking to. I don't want to talk about it now because I don't want to jinx it but it's really, really cool. So stay tuned. And if you haven't subscribed to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, just go out to LogicalLoss.com slash subscribe. And the minute, the minute a new episode is available, it will go right to your device. So thank you so much for tuning in. And remember, ask yourself, why are you choosing failure when success is still an option? Make the right choice. Get on the right path. Repeat, repeat repeat. We'll see you again real soon. Take care. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free on iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to Dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll free 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. 
Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin.